Daily Draft Report. Set your DDR to record now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, good morning. Welcome into your Daily Draft Report, your daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft, brought to you by Campus to Canton. Tonight, talk about potential quarterback one. Sam Howell from North Carolina, junior, six foot one, two hundred and twenty-five pounds, and I'm excited to bring on my longtime friend, guest, Mr. Matt Jackson. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing good. Glad, glad to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I almost did the sorry, Matt Jackson. Woo! I am for real. You would be surprised how much time I hear that. I used to work in a jail, and every time <laughs> I used to walk into a cell block, that used to be the song that was sung to me. I've heard that growing up my entire uh, life. I love it, man. I would love to have a name where someone could sing like that. So that'd be great. Dude, one time they broke out in song and dance, man. I was I was like low key impressed. Like you couldn't, you can't even be mad at that. Like they choreographed a dance for me, and I was it was just wildly <laughs> impressive. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, so we're gonna dive right in here. The recruiting profile on Sam Howell. He was a four star from Monroe, North Carolina. He chose to stay home and cl- stay close to home by going to North Carolina. He did have 20, 30, 22 offers. Sorry including Florida State was the only other team he visited. So he was the 93rd ranked player in that in the 2019 class. So um, to go beyond that, though, statistically, I mean, he's just, he's been a starter. And I, I was impressed with the numbers he put up as a freshman. I forgot how good he was as a freshman. They almost beat Clemson that year. I remember that. He threw for 3,600 yards and 38 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Followed up pretty similar numbers last year. This year, down a little bit, but he did lose all of, like, all of his significant targets. So. But he's still in a down year, threw for 3,000 yards, 24 touchdowns, nine picks, and he added 828 rushing yards and 11 touchdowns. So that actually makes his more yardage than all his other seasons on a down year. There wasn't really any any awards for him, and I didn't really dive much into the, to the analytics because quarterbacks, I don't, I don't really look at analytics too much with quarterbacks. I just noticed his completion percentage was down a little bit this year, but once again, he lost all his weapons, so... All right, Matt, what traits and attributes does Hal possess you think will make him successful in the NFL? So, yeah, I mean, the first thing that you got to notice about Sam Howell is his deep ball accuracy. Um, there, there's two quarterbacks in this class that really push the ball downfield a lot that, that, that I love, and that's Carson Strong, and it's Sam Howell. Um, Sam Howell has got really great deep ball accuracy. Um, you talked about just not, not statistically, you know, just we don't talk about that a lot with quarterbacks. But I mean, you got to you got to mention his adjusted yards per attempt at nine point oh two. I mean, that ranks 29th out of all eligible quarterbacks in the FBS. Um, that stats courtesy of uh, Michael Analytics over at the uh, Debbie Marketplace. Um, if you want that, um, hit him up on the Debbie Marketplace um, Discord. He's got all those stats. Um, he completed sixty percent of his passes. So that's kind of the threshold that I like to look at sixty percent and up. Um, if you can p- complete 65 percent. Generally, that, that's kind of the threshold that I like you at to be able to be a competent quarterback at the next level. Um, he's able to push the ball downfield, um, complete passes, 30, 35, 40 yards at a level. You know, he's able to complete those level two, level three throws um, that you like to see a quarterback be able to complete, push the ball downfield. So he's got the deep ball accuracy that you like. Uh, mobility, he's able to extend plays. He's, he feels pressure well. Um, he's able to throw on the run, move up in the pocket. He's able to throw on the run while remaining accurate. Um, not a lot of quarterbacks are able to do that. You know, some quarterbacks lose accuracy when they're throwing on the run. Sam Howell doesn't do that. 
he's able to still maintain his accuracy when he's you know sliding up in the pocket, throwing off a back foot. He still maintains his accuracy, threading the needle in the corner of the end zone along the pylons. He's able to do that. He made several throws to Josh Downs at the corner of the end zone, making you know some of those throws this year. So he's able to, his ability to extend plays, throw on the run, um, mobility. We talked about this before the show started. I mean, Sam Howell ran for a thousand yards this year. He, he's going to provide you a level of mobility that just you're not going to get with some quarterbacks. I talked about Carson Strong, his deep ball. You know, he those are the two quarterbacks that are going to be that have the strongest arm. They're going to be able to push the ball downfield. But what what Carson Strong is not going to provide you is the mobility that Sam Howell does. I mean, Sam Howell is going to get you 35 to 40 rushing yards per game. And what that equates to, Dwight, is easily you know three, four, five you know, fantasy points, easy free fantasy points per game. And if you add a touchdown to that, I mean, that's free fantasy points that you're just not getting from a lot of these other quarterbacks. So he does a lot of things that you like really well, and his stock's absolutely slipping. I mean, people have forgotten about what Sam Howe can do in this class, and that's going to be a mistake. Yes, he lost his weapons. He lost his two leading rushers and Michael Carter and Javante Williams. He lost Daz Newsom. He lost Diami Brown, and he still put up over 3,000 passing yards. He had a down statistical season, but his chemistry was off with a little of these wide receivers. The coaching coaching was just horrible this entire season. Defense was putrid. I mean, this entire se- season, this entire team was a train wreck, and he still put up good statistical season. So, I mean, Sam Howell is, did everything you could have wanted out of him this year, and the fact that he's slipping is going to be a travesty by the time it's all said and done. Right. Those are a lot of the same things I noticed. This is accuracy to all the different levels. He leads receivers really well. He doesn't throw throw them into situations where they're going to get annihilated. Um, and his footwork is just, it's unreal. Like, even when he's not running, he's moving in the pocket. And he just makes it look easy. He's, he's incredibly confident. That's what really got me. He doesn't seem like he rattles at all. No. You know, and he, like, he knows he can make the throws, and he does. You know, so I was super, super impressed with that. So... So that's the good. So, and the bad that I see, you know, that I have seen, you know, some others say also is sometimes his decision making and his, you know, his ability to read defenses and things like that isn't as good. And his accuracy loses a little bit when he's on the run, is what they say. But I, I thought it was pretty good. So, what do you see in his game that could, you know, knock him down? Yeah, the accuracy I'm not too worried about. The, the one thing that I did notice when I'm watching film that pops up a lot that not a lot of people are talking about is he, he sometimes he has that Superman syndrome, right? Where he tries to do too much. Um, he he's running around in the pocket. He is attempting to find the open receiver and he, he forgets to live for the next play more than I want him to. Um, he, he's taking unnecessary sacks. He's not throwing the ball away. Um, he's holding the ball too long. He just has that Superman syndrome where you know, instead of throwing the ball away and it being a, a second and seven, he's taking a sack and all of a sudden it's, you know, a, a, you know, second and 16 or second and 15. You know, it's it's those tiny things that don't show up statistically on a stat sheet. But when, when you see it, it can lead to a lot of three and outs at the next level. And you try to do that defenses, cornerbacks, linebackers, defensive ends are faster at the next level. Your decision-making process has to be faster at the next level, and Sam Howell's got to clean that up, or he's going to be in for a rough time once he meets some of these next-level, you know, coaches. You know, you're you're a defensive guy, Dwight. A lot of these defensive adjustments, guys sliding around, 
they're throwing different defensive coverages at you. If you're not able to read that, you're not able to analyze and, and see what's going on and you hold the ball too long, that's a nasty, nasty mix for, for something bad to happen. Right, that is something, now that you mention it, he, he doesn't throw the, way, the ball away hardly at all. That's something I, I almost never seen him do. That's crazy. He has that, that's a, something he has in common with Corral. Corral throws it away a little, but he's got that same, you know, gun, that Superman mentality. So, yeah. Oh, no. That's not I love that. That, 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 that can lead to a lot of I, really, really good plays, but that can lead to a lot of negative plays, too. As far as the mock draft database, he is all over the place. Like, I have him, I see him being drafted. These are just recent ones, like in the last week. Uh, 20 to the Steelers, 9 to the Broncos, 12 to the to the Vikings, 18 to the Saints, 11 to the Red, to the Redskins, geez. Still, um, to the Washington football team, um, 6 to the Panthers even. Like, I, all over the first place, all over the first round. So, where, where is somewhere you'd like to see him go? Like, what do you think would be a really good fit for him? I, I think he's still a later first-round quarterback. I mean, I just don't see – with some of the defensive talent in this draft, this draft is going to be super defensive heavy in, in the first half of the first round. Um, and then with some of the other quarterbacks that I just think are going to get better draft capital than him, like I'm talking Kenny Pickett's draft stock's risen a lot. You've got, you know, uh, Matt Corral. Um, Malik Willis I think is going to get drafted pretty high. I just – I think Sam Howell – just due to this season, a lot of people off of him. His draft stock is going to fall a little bit. I've been looking at it. I think, you know, the obvious choice would be the Steelers at 20. I think, I don't think the Steelers are going to take him with their first pick, but I think with their second pick, that could, that could be an easily, easily a good fit for them. Um, the Lions at 28, you know, the Lions are either going to take Kayvon Thibodeau or they're taking Aiden Hutchinson with, with that, with, with their first pick. But I, I think the Lions with, with, with that 28 pick, that could be a really good spot for them. Um, they've got DeAndre Swift, but you know, that, that D that Jared Goff experiment has just failed just horribly. They need a quarterback. They can push the ball downfield, utilize some of their downfield speed that they do have on that team. I'd really do like a lot that you're not really hearing this one, but I, I kind of, I thought about it and Titans at 31 and I don't know what you think about that. But you look at it, the Titans, I mean, they, they, they have Ryan Tannehill. Um, he's not exactly a bridge quarterback, but he's getting up there in age. They've got that power run scheme. Um, Sam Howell is coming from a team that has utilized a power run scheme before um, with Javante Williams. Um, they've got A.J. Brown. He can push the ball downfield with A.J. Brown. I really like the Titans at 31. I think that could be a really interesting landing spot. I don't know if he would go there, but – I, I think anywhere from 20 to 31 is right is right the landing spot. Steelers would be the obvious choice, but I, Titans at 31 is one that really intrigues me that I don't see him getting mocked at a lot that I think is could potentially possibly be something that could that could happen maybe. That would definitely be interesting and I would if he somehow came to the Lions, I would along with one of those top two pass rushers that that'd be a huge win. And then they also have another pick. Shortly after that, that they could grab a you know a good wide receiver. So, yeah, the Lions have a lot of options in the first round. So, eh, like any of those, Titans would be good too. So let let them learn for a year behind Tannehill. So, I, I don't think I don't think the man. Lions I don't think the Lions find a way to screw that up. I mean, they've got a choice at their top pass rusher, and then they could get <laughs> a quarterback. But like I don't know. I've seen them mess it up too many times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say so don't say things like that. Come on now, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're like my second team. So like I, I they're my adopted team since I've lived in Michigan so long. So 
I started yes. rooting for them after that 0 16 season. I'm like, I just want to see you do well. <laughs> just just win. <laughs> all right, Matt. Tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter, um, what you're doing, how they get on your Patreon, all that. So Yeah, for sure. You guys can find me on Twitter at Debbie Matt. Um, my rankings are up on Dynasty Nerds where you are over there as well, Dwight. And you guys can find all of my really good stuff if you like this. Um, over on patreon.com forward slash Debbie database. Um, I've got a free discord. Um, I just recently opened the discord up to everybody. So if you're not in there, feel free to jump in there. That discord is popping every single day. And yeah, my rankings articles. I think I uploaded player breakdown, a podcast, and then I've got seven game films to upload tonight throughout the week. So lots of content going on the Patreon and it's the cost of buying me a coffee per month. So super cheap. Um, make sure to get on that if you're not in already. We'd love to see you over there. Patreon.com forward slash Debbie Database. Get, get the man a coffee so he doesn't have to buy any more Speedway coffees. He can go to Starbucks and stuff. Come on. Um, Give me a Starbucks coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can find me on Twitter at FF People's Champ. Find this podcast at Draft Daily Draft RPRT on Twitter. And that's a wrap for today. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.